Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Welcome back to the Fast Lane here on 101 ESPN. We head out to the Celebrity Line right now to be joined by Levi Weaver, uh, who writes the Wind Up MLB newsletter for The Athletic. Levi, how are we doing today? Are you sure you got me on the right uh, line here? Like, celebrity, that feels that feels like strong <laughs> phrasing for me. Well, just, uh, just the guy <laughs> well levi i'm looking at your twitter page right now and i have some questions one you do you got your profile picture is that of a celebrity you've got the shades going on you're dressed up you got the fur hat <laughs> so i like that look but my question is your twitter handle i, I was gonna throw it out there to our listeners but it's is sure. it at three two ephus yeah yeah that's it okay what's the backstory on that <laughs> Uh, when I was 20, I, I was playing in some like uh, independent little baseball league in Fort Worth, Texas, and they wanted me to pitch. I had never pitched in high school. I was always an infielder, but I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot. And I was predictably terrible. And so I gave up a couple of runs. We had a one-run lead, and I'm like just trying to get out of the inning. Got a full count. And uh, you guys remember Rookie of the Year where, like, uh, his, his arm goes back to normal. And yes. Like and he, <laughs> yes. he looks over. He looks over and his mom was like, throw the floater. <laughs> and so he just throws this like 24 mile an hour pitch. So I like wound up really big and I'm kicking the dirt and acting really angry. And I threw the floater and uh, the guy grounded out to second base and I got out of it. So just sort of like that was my uh, my one moment. It's the only time I've ever pitched ever at any level. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe when the stakes are high, be a little bit less serious and throw the floater once in a while. So that's. That's where the name came from. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. We got a uh, little or minor or high school baseball league story in there mixed in with rookie of the year. That's, that's how winning. you win all of our hearts. That's winning right there. <laughs> all right, Levi, we have been kicking around some things today for obvious reasons. But the one thing that got us stirred up today was Bob Nightingale on Twitter. He wrote this. The Texas Rangers are aggressively pursuing Cardinals closer Jordan Hicks. Hicks is a free agent at the end of the season. will be moved only if the Cardinals can't sign into a contract extension before Tuesday. So the Cardinals mm-hmm. apparently here, just to give you a little backstory, are having trouble getting this contract extension done with Jordan Hicks. So the Texas right. Rangers now on the radar. Uh, what do you think of this news? It makes sense. I mean, the bullpen has kind of been just bugaboo all year. Uh, they've already made one move. They acquired a Rollis Chapman, which but talking about guys that don't throw the floater, can you imagine a Rollis Chapman and Jordan Hicks <laughs> yeah, in the same bullpen? Nightmare. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're definitely looking for bullpen help. I know Ken Rosenthal reported this week that they had been in the mix on Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly, which, who, you know, those two just uh, were traded to the Dodgers. So that option is gone. Uh, I, I do think they probably want another starter as well and definitely need some bullpen help. So it makes sense. It's a good matchup. You know, I know the, the Cardinals have some starting pitching that is set to hit free agency as well. So maybe the Rangers are looking to swing a two for one. Um, from what I understand, the Cardinals are looking for, they're not trying to jump into a big three or four year, you know, rebuild where they do the, you know, lose a hundred games for half a decade thing. 
looking for guys that are kind of like on the verge of being able to contribute at the big league level. And the Rangers have quite a few of those in, in their pitching ranks. You know, I mean, they just traded Cole Reagans. Cody Bradford, I think, could be available. And you got those guys like Owen White. You know, Glenn Otto is kind of a youngish guy that they got in, in the uh, Joey Gallo trade a year or two ago. Um, Spencer Howard is still around. I don't know how much value he's got as a starting pitcher right now. It, has Jack Leiter decreased his value to the point where he's available? I don't know. But they've got some guys uh, that are going to be in the big leagues in the next year or two that I think could be could fit that sort of like, you know, what the Cardinals are looking for um, sort of setting. So, Levi, with that being said, specifically on pitching for the Cardinal sides, they need help in their rotation and obviously some bullpen help. But I think the rotation is the part that the Cardinals are really trying to target this trade deadline. Do any of those names that you brought up kind of signify guys who could be somewhere between the two or four range in a rotation for the Cardinals next year? I think Glenn Otto is going to be a solid number four, I think. He's had some uh, injury issues this year, but he has had flashes. Uh, you know, when he was in the minor leagues before he got called up, he hardly walked anybody. Got to the big leagues, and I think just that adjustment period, he walked a few guys, but definitely has had flashes that he shows like, it's in there. It's just not consistent yet, and I think that's just kind of the nature of guys that are making their way into the big leagues. Um, he, he seems like a guy that can do that. Owen White, I'm still not sure if he's going to be a starting pitcher or a reliever. His velo has dipped a little bit this year. Um, you know, I think Jack Leiter probably still profiles as a starter, but you know, probably not in the big leagues next year, so he may be a little further off. And I'm not sure that the Rangers are ready to give up on him and trade you know, so low. Um, on lighter for a guy that is ostensibly going to be a rental. I, I assume if Hicks is not going to sign an extension in St. Louis, he's probably not going to do that in Texas or wherever he lands either. So, um, yeah, there there are some guys. Cody Bradford can be a starter around that four-ish uh, area. To be quite honest, I'm not I'm not sure that the Cardinals are going to be able to get somebody that profiles as a two for a rental relief pitcher, you know, it's not somebody that's going to be ready by next year. Now, maybe a guy that's got a few years off and, you know, 2026, he comes up and he's got potential to be in the number two. Okay. Maybe. Levi, um, if the Cardinals were to put together a package, let's say Hicks and, you know, player X, Y, or Z, something that has value that the Rangers are kind of coveting as well as the pitching, yeah, an interesting name that Alex and I have talked about. We just had Brad Thompson in here, and he kind of kicked it around too. Uh, is Kumar Rocker? Uh, I know that the Rangers have you know a good chunk of change invested in this young man, and I know he's he's on the mend. But would that be would that be a player that you think they'd be willing to part with for the right package? Um, for the right package, yes. I'm not sure that that package is going to be guys that are going to hit free agency at the end of this year, though. Um, the, the Rangers have been interesting, right? They, like they've made some very aggressive moves since Chris Young took over. Their their free agency uh, the last two years has been very aggressive. They brought in you know Seager and Simeon and John Gray that first year. Brought in Evaldi and Degrom and Heaney last year. So they're not afraid to go make some splashes. Uh, I'm going to be really interested to see if that level of aggression. I mean, they did that with the draft too, drafting Kumar in the first round so they could take him under slot. It worked out great because then they were able to afford Brock Porter later. Um, but I haven't really seen that in the trade deadline uh, yet because they haven't really been buyers. This is their first time. So I'm kind of watching this with bated breath as well to see if they're going to get aggressive enough to like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's in the in the DNA of like if it takes Kumar Rocker to get the things that we think we need to to be the favorites in the AL, 
Maybe so. I, I would be a little surprised if they sell low on him, too, you know, given his injury. Um, he's not going to be back until next year. His value is probably lower than it would be if he had obviously you know, stayed healthy and succeeded this year. Uh, Levi, with that being said, the Cardinals have heard that teams are calling about outfielders, and obviously a lot of people in St. Louis know some of the outfielders that the Rangers had, including Adolis Garcia. But if that package were to include, say, a Dylan Carlson or a Tyler O'Neill. Would that be something that Texas would get to the point and say, okay, now we can look at being aggressive if they're getting a relief pitcher or a starting pitcher and some control with a Dylan Carlson? Yeah, that might be the ticket. You know, left field, it seems like every year I've done this sort of practice where I go back and look at, like, how many left fielders have the Rangers had since David Murphy left (laughs) to Cleveland? And that was, like, after the 20, I think it was 2011 or 2012 season. And they've had something like 60 left fielders. <laughs> there is not just, there hasn't been anybody. And, you know, Evan Carter is probably on the brink of coming up at some point between him and Leody Tavares. Dustin Harris is down there somewhere. You know, there's drafted this kid from Florida that's probably going to be a left fielder at some point soon. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be in the big leagues next year, but you never know. So I feel like they've got some candidates. But, yeah, I mean, right now left field is, Uh, Travis Jankowski, who's having a great year for Travis Jankowski, but can you count on that hot streak to continue through the postseason? Probably not. He's probably better profiled as a fourth outfielder. Ezekiel Duran has had a very good year as a young guy, but he may end up being trade bait because he's not naturally an outfielder. Um, And then, you know, it's like Robbie Grossman, who is, I think, very expendable. So, yeah, if they get get an outfielder that's got another couple years or a year or two of control, left and yeah maybe that's the extra trade chip that makes it where the cardinals get somebody like a, a more recognizable name than your uh glenn autos and owen whites he's levi weaver he writes the wind up for mlb newsletter for the athletic you can check him out on twitter at three two ephus uh levi we thank you so much for your time today and certainly thank you for your insight yeah of course happy to do it